What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome everybody, it's your boy Justin JLB, Mr. RCMP himself. This of course is the North Report, where I'm going to be giving you a little bit of what I thought about SmackDown. Now before I do get into that, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to let you know that this of course is brought to you by the Tatnus Co. Network. You can head over at tatnusco.com and look at such great podcasts as In the Dice Box Slam, Basement Bullshit, Carpool Shenanigans, and a whole bunch more. Of course, raw in order is there as well giving you a little bit of everything for your podcasting needs and eventually it will be included with a heck of a ton more stuff and that is that tatnesco.com folks what are you waiting for well finish the podcast and then go check them out um you know because you're here anyways and this is the north report so let's get her done So today's North Report is for SmackDown, of course, which happened July 17th. And yeah, I'm just going to basically break it down for you because that's what I'm here for and that's what I'm going to do. Like it, hate it. It is what it is. So, you know, SmackDown opened up kind of deal. I do like the fact that, first of all, I wanted to talk about because I don't think a lot of people are going to talk about. But the fact that they opened up with the wrestlers speaking, they talked about each segment that was going to be going on on SmackDown. The wrestlers talked about their matches. Um, The Miz and Morrison segment was just hilarious where they're talking about Morrison facing Braun Strowman and how everyone likes a horror show. And then you saw, of course, AJ Styles talk about um, Riddle and... You know how he's gonna beat him, and how no shoes, no choice, uh, no contest kind of deal. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, I liked the segment until they did the same thing later on, and they did the same promos. So it was kind of ridiculous. Keeping that at the beginning of SmackDown, I feel like that's a Fox thing. I feel like Fox would have done that, but I thought the segment was cool, kind of to prepare you for what SmackDown is gonna be about. So I really enjoyed that. I thought that was pretty badass. Um, the match, well, the match, the event does start off with a tag team matchup, as we have Cesaro versus Big E, and the winner gets to pick between a tables match and a steel cage match. Of course, we've seen these two guy, uh, these two teams going back and forth. Cesaro and Nakamura feel not respected, and that they're here to prove a point. And they want to prove that point against the New Day, of course, since they are the tag team champions. Honestly, decent match. Really didn't mind it. Thought it was, you know, pretty decent for what it was. And uh, essentially, the essentially Cesaro ends up winning. And the match that they pick, of course, um, you could have just figured this out from like two weeks ago. Uh, they picked a tables match because they've been using tables for like the long. Uh, on them and that's what they did choose i would have been kind of curious for a steel cage we haven't seen a steel cage in quite some time so i thought that would be would have been pretty interesting 
Um, what else happened on SmackDown? So we are going to get a Bliss segment. Uh, basically, um, who her special guest is. She does mention to us that she doesn't Bliss and tell. Loved that. Thought it was cute. She always has these cheesy, corny little phrases with her name. And I'm a cheeseball for that stuff. And, of course, I enjoyed it. So, basically, you know, they come out through the uh, A Moment of Bliss. Uh, Bliss Mensch, she starts racking up her, you know, promoting her guest. And, essentially, Bailey and Banks just end up interrupting and start saying that, uh, you know, Nikki Cross is going to get her butt beat and that Asuka is going to get her own when she goes against uh, Sasha Banks. Of course, Asuka comes out and is not going to take any more buffoolery. This ends up leading a match, though, with Nikki and Asuka versus Bailey and Banks. So, of course, this is interesting because we're going to have both of these females fight against each other at Extreme Rules. But the match was awesome. I really enjoyed this match. I can't say it's the match of the night because that's going to go to a match a little later on which of course is AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle because that match was just epic um really awesome those two guys can honestly just be smacked down with just them two wrestling it was pretty awesome anywho that was that's gonna happen a little later on um we are gonna go with the Oscar match. So basically Bailey wins via a roll up by using the ropes. They make it a whole big thing that Bailey had to use the ropes to beat Oscar, which might be saying something. I don't really see Bailey um I don't really see Bailey not Bailey, but I don't. I don't know, man. I, I don't really know what's necessarily going to happen with these two women matches at Extreme Rules. It could really go either way. I, now I'm not even sure if they're actually going to do um, Bailey versus Banks so soon. I think they might actually wait on that because, unless of course you know Banks causes Bailey. Um, or championship or championship match or vice versa. Something is going to have to happen, which I would imagine would lead them to not win the, or Banks at least for not to win her title or Banks to cause Bailey to lose her title. Like it could go so many ways, right? Um, I don't know. I don't see Nikki Cross as a champion though. So I feel like Bailey would retain. Banks versus Asuka is, I can't wait. That's going to be an awesome, awesome match. Probably the most, the best match I'm looking forward to at Extreme Rules is that. Um, we got Miz and Morrison segment where they're talking about how, you know, it's just like a horror movie. You're going up against a monster. And Morrison was trying to get out of it by talking to the Miz like, hey, you know what they also do in horror movies? The, the best friend takes the place for... Um, the guy to go up against the monster because he wants to be the hero <laughs> and then the Miz is just like no no I don't uh I don't really like horror movies so I don't know what you're talking about just pure genius I love these guys and by the way they have new shirts which look great might go pick one up because that's dope and if you don't want to pick that one up and you still want to pick up a wrestling shirt you should probably pick up one from us at shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order wbu because why not um cheap plug yep yeah, it is that's that, that's what i do um then we get a little segment 
um, of Bray in the, the swamp. He says that Braun was a lost sheep before anyone actually knew him. And then once you enter, you can never really truly leave the swamp. Uh, part of you never leaves and says Braun's not capable of embracing uh, the monster that he became and that it's all Bray Wyatt's doing. Now Bray must destroy the monster he has become. Run! You know, like classic Bray Wyatt. It's awesome. Um, I can almost imagine seeing the all faces of Bray in a cinematic match. It technically has already been filmed. And they apparently sh they apparently shot the match for like eight hours and it's going to be about a half hour long Friday, Friday the 13th style uh, kind of thing going on. So yeah, we shall see with that uh that's that i'm just curious for you know that should be a good time in that regard um and then we get so we do get the match Strowman basically just Strowman versus morrison uh Strowman just basically annihilates morrison and we see this inner monster come out and goes to the extreme of the emts coming to take morrison in a stretcher but surprisingly he still leaves on his own which I don't know why they technically did, because um, then that just kind of downplays what Strowman did, but you know, I don't know what to think. Um, so that was a quick match, it was a whatever kind of match sort of deal. Next up, we do got the continuation of, uh, continuation of Naomi versus Lacey Evans, and things seem to be going pretty good. Naomi was getting uh, a lot of the, the dishing out towards Lacey Evans, but Evans basically wins by tying Naomi's hair to the ropes and then just does the woman's right to take the win. Um, yeah, so wasn't really a fan of that necessarily happening. I don't think it looked too bad, but a lot of people were really, really fed up on Twitter. There's even a hashtag, uh, Naomi deserves better, which... I'm completely on board with. I've talked to this about the guys maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, on an FBI, uh, FBI episode that Naomi uh, is a phenomenal wrestler and they were counteracting with me and so on and so forth. So it is what it is, but Naomi definitely deserves more for sure. Um, let's see here. Like... Yeah, like, it wasn't a bad match. I think it's just the match is going to be continuing. The feud, rather, is going to be continuing between those two. And it should be a really good time. Um, but she definitely... Like, Lacey Evans is a phenomenal wrestler, too. Right? So, we can't take anything away from Lacey Evans. But the way that they did it and the fact that Naomi did all the work and Lacey just did the woman's right and that was it. Like, I get it's a powerful move. But you also really made Naomi look bad in that regard and i don't know i wasn't a fan and i'm definitely on the hashtag naomi deserves more or better um bandwagon because she absolutely does and uh it's simply getting ridiculous now i do have a little bit of credentials to show when uh when they were asking me to find out some some uh, wrestling matches of Naomi, the match with between Naomi and Charlotte Flair um, from way back a few years ago. 
was decent. I haven't watched the full match. I've watched little clips here on Twitter and so on, but I'm definitely going to go watch the full match, and I'm going to get something for those guys because Naomi definitely deserves better, and I am going to prove it, damn it. I am going to prove it. So, essentially, I think, well, aside from the... Um, aside from the final match, we do get uh, another scene between Jeff Hardy basically talking about his match against Sheamus in the bar fight at Extreme Rules. Uh, Sheamus, Sheamus, though, does interfere uh, into the interview and then kicks him and then says he's just trying to help him out. There is a little bit of a mess up, though, and you can tell this was probably recorded a while ago or maybe just Sheamus messing up because Jeff Hardy does mention Extreme Rules, but Sheamus mentions that he will see Jeff Hardy next week on SmackDown, which you're fighting at Extreme Rules in a bar fight. So that got me weirdly thinking, like, is this match going to be in Extreme Rules now? Is it not? But it is. The match is there. It's on Extreme Rules. It's happening. It's going to be there. Like, what the F, you know? Uh, but he just messed up kind of thing. It's just, I thought maybe it was going to be another Randy Orton kind of scenario where Randy Orton is facing the big show on Raw instead of Extreme Rules. I think the reasoning why they did do that, though, um, was because to get the ratings up for Raw. Which, first of all, doing Randy Orton versus The Big Show, I firmly believe won't get your ratings up at all. So yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Um, this SmackDown, by the way, is also um, the five-year anniversary of the Women's Revolution, which started on July 13th, 2015. And they start talking about that. Bailey was Bailey and Sasha were mentioning that when they came out with the moment of bliss and so on. So it's quite remarkable how it's already been five years. Um, hot diggity damn. It's, it's been a while. It's time flies. That's all I really got to say about that. Um, and yeah, so now we basically get to the moment I've all, I've been waiting for on SmackDown, and I'm sure you've been waiting for me to talk about. It was the final matchup for SmackDown, which was Matt Riddle versus AJ Styles for the Intercontinental Championship match. This match does go back and forth. We do see um, a lot from both men. Uh, AJ, though, ends up getting the roll-up pin after two unsuccessful, unsuccessful calf crushers and uh, reversing the bro mission, which I thought was really epic. We saw um, we saw Matt Riddle do all his crazy moves, his side slams, his like duo slides, side slam that he did, kind of like a three Omigo version of the side slams, which he did on NXT for sure. Um, but the match was just pure entertainment, pure gold. It was a really good time. And you know, SmackDown for that too, end off the show with that as your you know f as your go home show to extreme rules was decent enough i liked bray wyatt's segment i wish i could have seen more i don't know i it, it's a non-title match right so i would only imagine that bray wyatt is going to be winning that no problemo and felt something was missing i don't know what it was exactly like 
I already know the matches for Extreme Rules, but it didn't really get me hyped any more than I guess I already was. As I mentioned, a lot of things on this match, honestly, I'm only looking forward to out of the curiosity. The Swamp match, I know I'm just looking forward to how different it's going to be from the Boneyard. Um, they didn't film it for quite as long. They apparently only filmed it seven hours, whereas the other one was like uh, 12 hours sort of deal and non-title. So one would imagine that Bray Wyatt is going to since it's not for the title. There was that rumor that there was going to be like this Jason finish where he gets into the swamp. They're also alluding to that there will be alligators as well. So and snakes. Can't forget about those snakes. So we will certainly see what happens there. And um, yeah, so that's SmackDown for you. Like I mentioned, it was halfway, halfway decent, I guess. Uh, AJ Styles' riddle match certainly made it that much more enjoyable because that match does take the cake for sure. Um, the tag team women's match too was decent enough it was good a jeff hardy segment was just pure pointless um you know and there's not really much else uh the morrison Strowman was a squash so that was pointless it didn't even make Strowman look even more monstrous because he's already done everything to be the monster among men so Bray Wyatt's segment was my go-to, the tag, women's tag match was my go-to, and AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle was my go-to. Um, and uh, essentially, though, that match does end with them shaking hands, because it was a phenomenal match, and AJ actually shook his hand, but we then get Baron Corbin attacking Matt Riddle from behind and I could only imagine that maybe there's going to be a Corbin versus Riddle match but maybe they'll just save that for next week because I don't think they would just book Riddle into a match just like that now but WWE has certainly done crazier things to say the least um so I'm just going to basically break down for you the card so far or, you know, that pretty much should be the card for Extreme Rules, the horror show, because we can't forget about that. WWE always seems to mention that. So let's break it uh, down for you. As we have, in total, we have eight matches. So that's that's a pretty... Uh, that's a pretty steady number there. That's that's a lot. So I doubt they'll be adding any more. But as I mentioned, we got Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in the Swamp Fight. You know, um, non-title. So chances are, chances are Bray Wyatt's winning that one. Like I mentioned, there's going to be a Jason Voorhees Friday the 13th kind of finish. So we'll see how that goes. We also got Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler, where the stipulation has not been announced yet for the WWE Championship. That I really don't care for. I don't see Ziggler winning. It would be a total surprise if they ended up giving Ziggler the title. Um, I'm just kind of curious for the stipulation. I don't see that match being all that good though. So yeah. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship match, which I'm excited for, is Bailey versus Nikki Cross. 
this should be decent enough as i mentioned i really like bailey's work now at least the past month i've enjoyed her heel character um she's been better than banks in terms of her heel character um and i've enjoyed her in the ring as well so her and nikki cross should be pretty decent um we also got the raw women's championship as well as it will be oscar versus sasha banks which should be another phenomenal match i say that is the match of the night to be honest with you so we shall see i, I don't i would love for sasha banks to win and then it, they would both have two belts um and i guess they could still do it if they don't want to do the feud between both but at the same time if sasha does win and bailey do win then they would have to feud well not necessarily i would kind of like to see that happen actually i would like to see banks and bailey be both you know dough straps all dough strapped up and see what happens there so i'm excited for that match there's no stipulations for there though it's just literally for the titles um on top of that we got Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in an eye for an eye match which I don't really care for they've just you know thrown they've just thrown this this whole thing down our throats and like I don't necessarily care for the match at all I'm just curious as to how they're gonna do this whole eye thing um and knowing WWE, it's probably going to be really cheesy. I hope they surprise me and make it a pretty decent matchup and or a pretty decent eye-gouging moment. Rumors are uh, stating that Rey Mysterio is on a, like a day-to-day -day contractual basis, so it doesn't seem like Rey is going to win and Seth will pick up the win here. And something's going to happen, though, where Dominic most likely will feud against Seth unless Dominic goes with the messiah which i guess would be kind of interesting um and maybe give dominic more tv time but then all of this dominic ray bull bonanza was weird that could also make it easy though if they do it that way where dominic turns on his dad yeah eh, you know what i'm kind of curious to see that Again, though, it's just a match that I'm curious about, so we shall see. This match I really don't care for. United States Championship, Apollo Crews versus MVP. Don't care at all. I'm also sick of MVP and Lashley. I enjoy MVP's little talks and so on, but it's always the same crap every week on Raw, and I'm just done with it. On top of that, we also got the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, as I alluded to earlier. New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro in a tables match. And um, yeah, I, I, I predict that's going to be the pre-show match. Um, or maybe not. Maybe you'll be the first match, though, or something, because I don't see it going any further. And on top of that, last but not certainly not least... We do have Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus in a bar fight. Will Jeff Hardy be able to face his demons as well as his bully at the same time? I say yes. Like, I don't know why they're making it seem like he hasn't been sober for a while. And I get you're trying to tell the story. But, like, why would he take a drink when he's fighting Sheamus at a bar? You know what I mean? 
Again, this match I don't necessarily care for. I do like the fact that they made it a bar fight because it makes it just a tad bit more interesting. Um, but I mean, I don't think it's going to be anything, you know, overly fancy in that regard. Um, but you know, it is what it is and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. It's extreme rules after all. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So that was your SmackDown review. If I'm going to have to rate it, you know, give it my little snap judgment, um, I'll, I'll rate this a, a three out of five, you know, like there was nothing, maybe, you know what? 3.6 out of five, just for that riddle AJ match. I thought that match was absolutely amazing. I enjoyed every bit of it. And, um, you know, I, I'm even, I'm even liking the whole Corbin, uh, Matt Riddle feud that might happen too. That should be a good time as well. Um, so we shall see, we shall see, but I give it a 3.6 out of five in terms of the ratings. It's literally the second most lowest viewership for SmackDown as light as last night's episode of Friday night SmackDown on Fox drew an average of 1.893. And this is down even from last week's 1.905. It's the second lowest number since the show moved to Fox, only ahead of the July 3rd episode, which drew 1.77. And um, yeah, it's, you know, I don't know what to blame it on anymore. Um, you know, the, the pandemic is something you can certainly blame it on a bit for, for sure. Um... But at the same time, when you see numbers for uh, AEW and, you know, you see numbers for and well, everything is kind of down, though. Um, and they're all around, you know, maybe they're the higher they're one point nine sort of deal, because um, keep in mind, one point seven compared to one point nine is like two hundred thousand people. So that's a lot, you know, Um it's also Friday, though. It's also, you know, they're watching perhaps something else. A lot of people just don't like the fact that there's no crowd. Although, yes, there is the performance center people, but it's not the same as a crowd. I know a lot of people who've turned away from watching because they just don't like the fact that there's no crowd. And it's look, I've gotten used to it. It is a bit weird, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. It averaged a point uh, 0.45 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic for the night. This is also down from last week's 0.50. Uh, if you want to know the hourly breakdown, the first hour did 1.919 and the second hour did 1.867. I don't know where those one point. I don't know where those extra fans went, but they missed a great show between Matt Riddle and AJ Styles. And that's it, guys. I'm, you know, somewhat excited for the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. It should be a good time. Um, well, at least for the women's matches, at least. And I'm just curious for the rest. So, you know, it is here. It's finally here. And we'll see what happens. You know, there's nothing really much to report. Not overly excited. Just kind of like, okay, sure. Let's, let's, let's have you. Let's have it happen. 
with eight matches, it shouldn't be a quick pay-per-view. Um, you know, you have pro- approximately maybe about three cinematic matches with the bar fight, the swamp fight, and then the eye for an eye, which I imagine is also going to be pre-recorded. Because how are you going to do the whole eye segment when it's live-ish, you know? Um, yeah. Or they could technically just do the eye part afterwards. But that's part of the match. I don't know. I'm, we'll wait and find out, folks. That's it, you know? Uh, but that's it, guys. Thank you, though, for listening. This is your boy, RCMP, Justin Shake. LB. And uh, this was your North Report. You can uh, feel free to follow me on Twitter at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Uh, of course, follow us at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter as well. Um, and anchor.fm slash real talk or rather slash rtr so anchor.fm slash rtr and now my website is officially up that is realtalkradio.online that's right realtalkradio.online i'm fancier than a dot com and i am online so might as well make it as legit as possible and um yeah guys that's pretty much it please don't forget to like share subscribe follow comment we want to know your comments we want to hear what you're saying you can follow all of us and the links are all in the doobly-doos which is also a shirt at shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order wbu am i a marketing whore yes yes i am this is your north report and that was your smackdown snap recap And JLB is out. Ciao for now.